0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Believe in Monsters podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Here are your hosts Chris Krogman, Joe Gaither, and Luke Barry discussing all topics Chicago Bears. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. So now you're hopeful that he'll not do it again.
1: No, i just, I, I just think it's funny. Now we're uh back in on Justin Fields, and you know, we're back in on Justin Fields, and oh gosh, we're
0: cautiously optimistic know. about Justin Fields. I think
1: if you said did. it perfect, Joe, in the text, dude.
2: We're all hurt that he's not, that he wasn't it. Okay, and I'm yeah. still super concerned, I'm still super cautious, right? Yes. It was fun to watch, yes. But- like, I don't want to have to take Caleb Williams, but in a year where there are two potentially franchise-changing quarterbacks, it'd be okay if Justin sucked a ball, sucked ass and, like, we figured it out that he wasn't it early, right? Now he has two good games. If this continues, I said, like, that's what I've been saying. If it continues, this I is, said at least 50% of the rest of the games have to look like this for him to fucking bounce back.
1: Yeah. I my, Welcome
2: my, to Believe in Monsters. Yeah, go ahead and us it.
1: Okay, this is going to be a good conversation, I think. Oh, we already did. We're going. Well, are going. I know, I know. I know. We, 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 a little cold open. It's the Believe in Monsters podcast. You're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon. You can follow us on Twitter at BIM underscore pod. My man, Luke Berry, on the ground. And the last two Bears wins. Follow him at LBerry underscore 40. Yeah. And follow Chris, Chris Krogman at Shy Bears 1985 I am Joe Gaither at Joe Gaither 6 And we are here to talk about a Bears win. And Joe what is unhappy. Fuck. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy, but I'm not. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I, I I'm guess not there's, happy, there's, I'm not happy. I'm still not happy. No, yeah, I'll say that. I'm still I'm not still. happy. But the thing is, the best thing for this franchise is Justin Fields doing what he did on Thursday continuously, continuously. Like you don't want to take and use the number one pick on Caleb Williams, and that's where my aggravation has been for the last four or five weeks. Is like, up oh, we, we 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 automatically determined he's not it, and yeah. He didn't play well the first four weeks. And you, you can talk about the Broncos game being a good performance or not, but we were right here on this podcast after the Broncos game complaining about late-game late, late game decisions and late-game turnovers. And, look, it just shows he can have three good quarters. Uh, but then the fourth quarter, when winning time comes, he sucks. And blah, 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 blah. Let's go get Caleb Williams. I still said that he, that he looked
2: shaky the as the shit the in the, the, the second half. half. It wasn't just the fourth quarter and the interception. He looked – he looked indecisive the whole yeah. second half of the or game against, against the Broncos. He looked indecisive and didn't know what he was doing. They started playing a lot of zone. He started forgetting what to do when they ran zone. So you know, we can't call that a
1: good game. So we're, we're on one good game. We're not on two. We're on one good game. One and a half because he had a good first half against the Broncos. I, I, I do think
0: you got to give him a nice credit. Dude, the, the first three quarters, I know, Chris, you're basically right. Yes, the whole second half of that Broncos game was – not great on offense for the most part though fields fields was pretty lights out in that I mean whatever happened in the fourth or not he was so I I mean you got to give him credit for that game
2: he they ran the ball a ton in the third but whatever that's fine we gonna give him three quarters super duper like I said dude I I need to see more I it's exciting don't get me wrong Joe you're absolutely right um I am 100 percent going to be a flip flopping son of a bitch because it's exciting and it's aggravating at the same time for every bad thing that happens to a Bears fan. It's oh, fuck. Here we go again. And we have every goddamn right to be that way. And any amount of good quarterback play, we have every single right to blow our load early and often and get <laughs> all excited for nothing this is the ebbs and flows and roller coaster of being a bears fan and you've been on it you know you're you're still probably a mitch fan you wouldn't hate
1: it if he came back. I'm always a believer in the guys. I always am a believer in and so like it broke my heart. It broke my spirit. It's still, my spirit is still broken over what has happened with Justin Fields. It's still broken. Was the game fun on Thursday? Luke can tell us all about it. And I do want to hear a blow-by-blow perspective. It was fun to be scrolling on my Twitter and having people say, oh, Bears Joe, oh my gosh. Getting lots of texts from people who knew that I'm a Bears fan. And like, oh my gosh, look what they're doing for you. It's your birthday tomorrow. Good job. They're winning for your birthday, blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm like, "Eh, yeah, like, is it fun in a vacuum? Sure. But it just convolutes and it just complicates a lot of the decision, the big picture decision-making a <laughs> lot. And so, do, do yes, you want to go back to Mitchell Trubisky? Good yeah. problems. I believed in Mitchell Trubisky until the Chiefs game that Luke was at. And that was like his last, third, like third to last game or whatever, like, and I still kind of think that you could probably scheme around him. I think you can scheme around Justin Fields and, and, and put him in good positions. You saw it on Thursday. What, a 15 for 29, 282, four touchdowns, 11 rushes, 57 yards. So you go, what, right at 320-some-odd yards total, four touchdowns, yeah, I'm not, no no turnovers. Great. Uh, we, so, we can win with this guy.
0: But- so here, here is the engine to our success, though. And, and you know, it doesn't matter how you divvy them up, but a lot of other Bears quarterbacks didn't have a DJ Moore. And the last wide receiver we did have, a Brandon Marshall, and Alshon Jeffrey, played for Cutler, who brought us to multiple NFC championship games or two, right? Yeah. He brought us to at least two. Yeah. Um, so whether, you know, how much he factors in that equation or not, yeah, of course you can win with a guy like Justin Fields if you surround him with weapons like that. I mean, uh, I think right now Justin Fields actually leads the NFL in passer rating beyond 20 yards. So, you know, while there are areas of his game that obviously we're concerned about, I mean, we've always liked this deep ball since college. So there is, you know, a lot there to work with. It's fun though, Joe. I mean, shit, dude, if I think a lot of Bears fans are, Coming to the realization that, hey, if the Panthers, the Panthers are gonna suck, that's not even a question. They are gonna suck. Like you're right, guaranteed so. almost yes, but like I, oh, I'm love. just saying, like Big they're guy. they're most they're most likely realistically not climbing out of the top five. Agreed. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of Bears fans are even thinking, like, hey, if we can, you know, if Justin Fields is, you know, quarterback 10 to 15 in the NFL, but you surround them with talent, you know, you you use two high picks on a wide receiver and a no lineman. Yeah, you can win with that, Joe. So I think that's what people are realizing. Like, even myself, hey, maybe if Fields is just good enough, we can get away with not taking Caleb Williams and, you know, going to get him other help in the offseason. So,
1: and, and that would be the quickest path to success.
0: Right. Just- and that was your point before I apologize because I did not see that, you know, but because we all we all talk about having you know the biggest and greatest quarterback. But like I said, if Fields is good enough, I mean, obviously we want him to be toward the top of the NFL. But if he's good enough and you can win with him, you're not resetting. You know, you're not going back to you're not starting over again. Basically,
1: and, and probably that's been been my biggest source of sourness is realizing oh we might have to go start over again. We might be starting Which sucks because a- it puts you
0: back at least two years, most likely three.
1: Yeah, but you use these top, these top, these two top 15 picks, somewhere, you know, you honestly, you trade. If mm, you're saying on, top
0: 15, so it sounds like you're confident the Bears won a few more games
1: there, buddy. If you play like that, then I mean, you put up 40 points against a good defense. Like, you go, go back to our conversation after the Packers game, and we're talking about, oh, this defense sucks ass. You're going to have to start outscoring people. Well, you put up 40 fucking points up in an NFL game on Thursday. And, yeah, it's Thursday night. You got to kind of take that into a little account. But you're still out there playing. Can the Bears win to get to 5 and – what's that, 5 and 12, 6 and mm, and 11? Certainly. I went into this season, went into fall camp thinking, man, this team – we talked about it right before we cut live. This team could be a 10-11 win team because the, the schedule is so bad. The schedule's not that good. The schedule's bad still, yeah. Yeah, the and the rest off. of the way, it's not that good. So there's you play well. You build some confidence. Now you're going to have to talk about some running back injuries. Uh, you, 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 like, you can win games. Fields, Look, you go two straight weeks of over 300 yards of total offense, whether it's in the ground or on the air, like – you don't have to have him be who Patrick Mahomes. You can have him be a top five, top eight, top t- 10 quarterback and put other guys around him, add some defensive help. Good God, get me a defensive lineman. Uh, you have pieces to build on. The coaching has just super depressed me now. Thursday, well, look, okay. yes, yeah, so
0: that's that's what I was going to say. You know, if you inject this offense with some, so Thursday we saw some creative wrinkles in Luke Getz's playbook. I mean, uh, I think. QB school was saying how one of the quarterback counters that Fields ran he's never seen before and he's like I'm sure they stole that from somewhere but this is just a unique idea to get the ball in Fields' hand like and they did that was it multiple a cool, times that was a cool play it was a cool play they had multiple creative designs he didn't get cued on third down he did the freaking tush push with his 240 pound quarterback perfect I mean it's the basics we dialed up more deep balls for DJ Moore and the ironic part of this is I think the offense looked. More like what Nagy ran. DJ Moore was running stop routes all night in little hitches. And Emmanuel Forbes couldn't keep up with him. And then they started hitting him with the double. Dude, it was like it was like watching the Nagy playbook all over again. And it's just so funny it worked out that way.
1: Well, because Fields is like.
0: Oh, and, and DJ Moore had basically all the wide receiver catches. But when you have a guy of his caliber, that's totally fine.
1: Yeah, of, of course. F- Fields needs the, like, I don't want to say needs it dumbed down, but like. Let's do quick stuff, quick stuff, quick decisions. Let him, you know, let him get through his thought process quickly. And you see that on Thursday. Oh, stop route, throw it. Oh, stop route, long shot, throw it. Oh, move, mean, I
0: mean, I mean we've, we've talked about this before. I mean, Tom Brady made a living throwing slants. I mean, Patrick Mahomes for years has thrown to guys who are fast as hell and just yards after the catch. I mean, yeah, sure, they're easy yards, but all the great quarterbacks do it. Um, Chris, how did you feel watching this game on TV, man?
2: <laughs> uh I for, I got to tell you man I was waiting for the other shoe to drop a, a, most of the game but uh, it, it Joe, felt like that for
0: a little bit in the third quarter too. <laughs> yes
2: you, it did. You mentioned Joe that they put up 40 points. Thursday nights are usually low scoring shit shows mm-hmm. but um they missed a couple too. You know, they, they missed, missed DJ they missed DJ on the stop and go. Uh they missed DJ stepped out of bounds on that one.
0: And he missed uh, Mooney.
2: And he missed – well, Mooney fucking stopped, but
0: – No, not on that one. He missed Mooney in the end zone too.
2: Oh, uh, well, first play of the game, he, he didn't miss yep. Mooney. Mooney. Mooney decided to stop running. Um, I, I It was fun, man. I mean, it was like um, – I don't know. It was both. Like, it was weird. Like, I couldn't decide if – like the commander's defense was overrated or like it, like our O-line just started playing extremely well against one of the best defensive fronts in football. Like that was, that was strange. Like, and it wasn't just schemes and gadgets and shit. Um, You know, and I think Getzy, you know, to, to Michael Gus's point has been doing the same shit pretty much all year. It just started to work because people started to execute and they started to do things right. And I want to see them continue to run the ball it's gonna it's gonna be tough without herbert and potentially Roshan, unless his head is just better than everybody else's that coming back from a concussion <laughs> um weird it's weird that Deontay foreman deonte foreman has not seen the field much it's super weird but whatever I mean I guess Travis homer plays a better um special,
0: special teams. teams so but hey dude foreman is, is doing in this is- that's what I was trying to tell people in the offseason, too, is like they're like, oh, Foreman should be cut. Injuries freaking happen, man. Here we are playing with our fullback in the third and fourth quarter to seal a game. I mean,
2: what in the yeah. preseason gave anybody the idea that Foreman should be cut?
0: I've seen it's a not lot like of bears playing. Just, just, just because they're like, Oh, we have two good running backs. Roshan basically does Roshan is basically in the Foreman role, like he's never gonna see the field. I mean, true until you freaking need the guy. Yeah, I mean Herbert out multiple weeks for the high ankle. If dude, I mean, San if Rochon... Francisco,
2: San Francisco's been doing this for years. They would do it. They dude. did it with Jeff Wilson and Roshan Mostert and Eli Mitchell. Yeah, no, it, exactly. So yeah, thankfully Foreman
0: is here. He, I'm not. I don't think there's gonna be. You know, I don't think the run run game's gonna magically just disappear now, though, Chris. Like no. I think Foreman can handle that. Yeah, but so, sorry to interrupt, dude. You're right though. The offensive line was dominating.
2: The first yeah, play where, where a, Tevin was killing that dude, man, that got me fired up. I was excited to see Te I knew I I wasn't sure how they were gonna have Tevin play, but I, I had a a good feeling they would do that whole rotation shit if they did anything. And then J- J- Tyree Carter being out there again was was different. Larry Borum has not played awful as bad as I thought he would. Um you know what I was watching a lot of was Charles Leno versus Ngakwe. <laughs> Ngakwe really didn't get him that much. So I thought that was
0: he, had, he just had the one at the end of the game, right?
2: He had some other pressures, but man, watching that game last night with the Raiders and Packers, man, Max Crosby would look so good so in his uniform. Oh my god.
0: Hey, who knows, man? Maybe they come knocking for that number one pick if the Panthers get it.
2: Dude, he is he is a freaking animal, dude. Like yeah. him and like, I don't know how the Redskins pull off re-signing Chase Young, but he looked fantastic as well. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, that's that's your boy Bourne, man. Like you said, he hasn't played in a while, but he did struggle Chase Young in the middle of that well, game shit. for a little bit. Yeah,
2: but like he looked okay against the Broncos. I mean, I'm just saying for like a serviceable backup left tackle, oh, definitely he's been, he's been okay. Uh right. Do we miss Braxton Jones? Yes. Would we like Joe alter or or Fashanu? Sure, but. Borum hasn't been awful. He hasn't been, in, been a swinging gate. He hasn't been uh, j Webb Nation bad.
0: <laughs> but to your point, Chris, and back to our point earlier, I mean, the offensive line keeping fields clean. I mean, look what he did with it. Sure, he was only 50% in his throws, but how many big plays did we dial up that game? And then we're even here talking about, oh, he could have had three more on top of what we already saw. So, like, just huge for fields and his confidence in the offense as a whole.
2: Oh, man, the one he the one he missed to Herbert where he, like, scrambled. Where he
0: broke his legs.
2: Where he broke his ankle or whatever, and Justin just missed him short. Oh, my God. Herbert had, like, a mile to run ahead of him, too. That's the kind of shit I, love, I want to see Justin hit more often. It's, like, similar to that play against Denver last week where he kind of ran along the line of scrimmage and then just chucked it to Cole Komet in the end zone. Like, I love that threat. That just I'm gonna run it. Oh hey nope no I'm not I'm gonna throw it right over your head and touchdown. It's like a it's like a floater in basketball. It's like a total fucky play.
0: Speaking of this, I, I need to let's put a timeout right here and I need to ask Joe about this. Joe, I know you have never been a massive Cole Komet fan. Why does he get so much hate, man? He's having a good year. I think he's a good tight end.
1: He is a good tight end, and most of the
0: he's not Kelsey.
1: Most of the dude, a- that I put out on this show over what two years ago was when I was really doing that shtick was Last more year. so was more so to get Krogman fired up. That was all. I-,
0: I think Twitter caught on though, man. Like he gets a lot of hate, dude. People dude. hate that guy. QB dude. school did it. He's he's, he's, a- good, he's a good player. He can block well, we got other dude other guys like Raul and for some reason like a lot of the analytics dudes that like the Bears don't like Kmet. I, I just I don't get it, man. Like who? I've seen a ton of these accounts that like pump out statistics. None of them like Komet ever. They're just like, why is Komet
2: running this route? One guy we we F with a lot of the way he talks about football is Brad Spielberger, mainly because it's roster building and trade back and, you know, spend your nickels and dimes very carefully. But it comes down like he loves Komet. And he's a PFF guy, so he's like he's yeah. a t- is he tra- t- is he elite Travis Kelsey style? No, is he a top six tight end in the in the league? Yeah, he uh, is. Yeah. He's pretty. Yeah. No, I mean, I I guarantee you, if we could go back and redraft on fantasy on fantasy football day, it, it, he's going early, and not not I mean not early, but like he's at least getting drafted eighth rounder, or eighth eight to tenth round instead of like a free agent
0: but the the pure irony in all of this is that a lot of the you know i think this stems from the year he was drafted because a lot of people didn't want him and, and it was basically like you know not the best kept secret that the bears were going to take take the chicago kid but oh. everyone wanted everyone wanted claypool that's like that's the irony in all this yeah they, they yep. all wanted fucking claypool that's, and, uh, that is
2: so bears my god Barrett okay.
1: Uh, okay, I'll write that down as well. Look before oh, we keep, before we keep rolling and, and, and get too deep down the rabbit hole. Why don't you why don't you give us a report, an on-site report of how the Thursday went from the from the from the stands.
0: All right. So Barry in the stands. Well, first off, my day was lovely. My flight got delayed like four hours, so oh. I, I I didn't even get there. But the timing ended up working out because as soon as I landed. Uh, you know, my friends were waiting and we went out to the stadium, which so parking uh, the lot attendants let us in a closer lot than where we actually wanted to park at. So FedEx field got some brownie points for me there. Uh, the tailgating experience was fun. It wasn't too crowded. Uh, you know, we got to play some lock games, talk uh, shoot the shit with some friends. Um, so all that was super cool. All the Washington fans we talked to in the parking lot were awesome. Uh, And then actually going in the stadium, I mean, FedEx seal gets a really bad rap. I didn't think it was bad at all. It was clean. I didn't try any of the food, so maybe that's where people didn't like it. But, uh, you know, we were sitting row two where the Eagles fans fell in uh, that one time, almost on top of Jalen Hurts. But I had no complaints about the stadium. I don't know why people don't like it so much. Joe, have you ever been there?
1: No, I never have.
0: I think I liked it better than MetLife, too. I hate that like stadium.
2: Did you happen to see the Bears like locker room celebration after?
0: No, but we did see them all going in, and I got a nice uh, few photos of Darnell Wright, a Tremaine Edmonds wave.
2: Go find ben that. Jenkins Go wave. find that celebration, and then just let me know what you think about that locker room. Eberflus was
0: hilarious in there,
2: dude. Well, you saw you you did see it then. That locker room. Looks worse than my high school football locker room. That thing I, sucks, dude. To be like,
0: honest with you, I, I didn't even really pay attention to this well. I'm just telling
2: you, like it looks terrible. Like it's the I, worst visitors locker room I've ever seen in my life.
0: I literally went in that stadium though, went to my seats and like used the bathroom a few times. I did not walk around at all. I'm just saying from what I saw, wasn't bad.
2: Sure. Did you did you run into any other bears? Uh, personalities from Twitter. I think I saw Nicholas Mariano was there.
0: No, I didn't see any other Twitter personalities. But yeah, there was a decent amount of uh, fans there, and I mean, obviously, where I was sitting near the Bears tunnel was was packed with Bears fans. But they always travel well. Yeah, um,
2: it sounded like it.
0: We did have our brown bags ready, but my friend said we can't wear them because it's bad juju. He said we couldn't even get a photo in them. And I then saw uh, that. in the in the middle of the game. Uh, The Washington fans had them on their heads. (laughs) They were good sports. They were good sports. They didn't give us too much shit. Uh, The the game was just awesome, though, man. I mean, just being at the game is different. Uh, Like I said, the last time I was there, the Bears won as well in Foxborough. But seeing the, the D.J. Moore breakout game was super cool.
2: Two thirty and three touchdowns. That's freaking. And
0: and then, and then I got a sweet video of him after the game. He was coming in the locker room, and the whole, basically, my whole section of the stadium was chanting "DJ Moore, DJ Moore." It was very sweet, dude. It was a good feeling. Like I was just telling Austin who I was at the game with. Like, just seeing how happy the players were that they finally won made me like genuinely happy for them.
1: Yeah,
0: like they were so happy.
2: Did you go uh, up to like where the Thursday Night Crew was? at? like Fitzpatrick and Winfield no. and all those guys after the game? Like that, there was so many Bears fans there. I was like wondering if you had gotten up there and gotten in that crowd, but it was it was just a sea of people screaming "Go Bears!" And like Fields was ended up on set though. He gave a lot of love to the fans post game.
0: Oh, nice. Um, yeah, we were well. Basically, since we were right next to the tunnel, we were waiting for them all to come in. So, like I said, they kind of came in one by one. I mean, we were super close to. Them. It was actually really funny. Um, Jeremy Fowler actually came out of the Bears' locker room like at the end of the fourth quarter, and uh, I didn't know who it was. I just saw him from the back, and Austin was like, "My God, that dude's got really nice hair!" And he started laughing about it, and we just kept going. We're like, "Oh my God, this dude's got the greatest hair ever." <laughs> And I kept telling him, I'm like, let's down that Lechuga, baby. And he uh, he was dying laughing on the field, but he didn't turn around. And then after the game, uh, we looked it up. We're like, holy shit, dude, that was Jeremy Fowler.
2: Dude, that's funny. That's awesome. Um, so the game experience was A+. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, what about in the – like you said you were when it, during the tailgating, were you hanging out with like other Bears fans? Were you – like, were they local? Were they from anywhere? Did you uh, hang out well, with we we had
0: four of us from our group there. Um, we were playing some beer pong, though. We had some random people come up and challenge us. Obviously, we won. Um, of course. Yeah, there was just – there was a, a few Bears fans that came and hung out with us as well. Um, they just kind of showed up and were like, hey, can we uh, can we jump in with you guys? We were like, sure, and they just hung out with us all night. I don't even know if I know their names. But – uh. Yeah, I guess. Shout out to two, those guys. I, I guess the other two guys were uh locals and I don't I don't know who they were cheering for. They were wearing Toyota shirts. I think if they were honestly there to hustle us or try and hustle us, but it didn't work.
2: They got smoked in beer pong. You got them so yeah. drunk. They're like, uh, we were trying to hustle you, but now we're hampered.
0: Well, dude, they kept we beat them once and then the guy was like you're standing too close to the edge of the table. You got to back up. So he sets up like a line with a beer cup, like three feet back. And then in the middle of the game, he was like coming over to like look at our feet. We're like, we ended up beating him anyway. And then he's like, we're playing for like you know a few bucks. And he's like, two hundred dollars. And we're like, all right, dude, you're definitely trying to hustle us. Like, get out of here.
2: Yeah, yeah that's not that's not a thing that's going to happen right now.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know though. I I think if they were trying to hustle us, they wouldn't have lost three in a row. But wasn't putting $200 down on a game of yeah, with some shit. guy in a Toyota shirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> people get shit-faced, and all of a sudden, uh, they get – they get.
1: Uh...
0: Uh, dude, they weren't – what happened was we were just playing, and they literally pulled in the parking lot and, like, just parked near us, and we're like, we're up next. It was a very weird situation. Like, they just kind of walked up. Like, they pulled in, walked up, though I said they were playing, and that was it. They weren't they even weren't. going to
2: the game, they just show up to random parking lots and challenge people to beer pong. <laughs> dude, I don't know. They were wearing Toyota shirts. <laughs> we got bizarre next. dude. All of them were wearing Toyota shirts? Did they work at Toyota? I guess it was
0: two guys just in Toyota shirts challenging us to uh, table games.
2: What kind of Toyota shirts? Like a button up or like a polo? Like a like polo. A like a
0: polo. Okay. Like they looked like they were salesmen.
2: Sales guys, okay. Yeah, those assholes. Sales.
1: <laughs> they got off work and they're like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go down there. We're gonna drink a bunch of free beer and steal some money.
0: They weren't they weren't drinking beer. I sure as hell wasn't letting them have a beer with us. I didn't know who they were. Um they, they were just very weird how they went about the whole thing. But the other two people that were with us were Bears fans, they were super cool. Nice good experience though overall. Nice. And we won. So
1: and we won. So, can we put a petition to have Austin and uh, Luke be uh, the new uh, uh, the new Bears fans that go to every single game? Sorry, Terrence, you can get the fuck out of here. or Mister <laughs> Bear, uh, you, you you can get on Mister Bears crew. George, we got to make it happen because Luke and Austin have to be two of uh, maybe like maybe less than a hundred people that were at the last two Bears wins.
0: We were the only two.
1: That's
2: sad that that last win was so long ago. <laughs> three
0: hundred and forty-six
2: days. Yeah, they almost they almost pulled the full calendar year of, of sadness. But yeah, I was legit concerned they were going to go zero and seventeen. Like they look, they they look so bad the first three weeks of the year.
0: But Joe, earlier to your point, you're like, what does it mean in the grand scheme of things? It doesn't mean a ton. Just the feeling of re- reliving what it feels like to actually win a game, though feels nice that's why we're fans we live we live for the wins the good moments but to
2: joe's point the implications of things (laughs) writing themselves yeah brings up a lot of big question big picture questions right do we want to dive into those now or wait until there's a little more sanity around it um
1: i mean i don't don't know. know I have three topics right here uh, to get to, to that are more like from this week. If you want to do just before you go into big picture, if you go want, for it. let's go. All right, first thing we got to give Ryan Poles a little bit of credit. He traded away. He traded away. He actually got something for Chase Claypool. Uh, <laughs> he ended up dumping Chase Claypool onto the uh, Miami Dolphins. In exchange for twenty twenty-five draft picks. Uh it's not, not not draft picks this coming spring, but next spring. Uh didn't think that that was gonna be possible. Uh first get your thoughts on uh get get your thoughts on that Luke. Actually getting compensation for Chase Claypool. Good riddance. <laughs> well, I think we're all only dreaming good riddance, but I thought he he was just gonna all, right, stay so, home
0: all all year. Here's I mean, here's here's the big picture thing. Look at the two games he didn't play in. The team played better. played harder. The team played a lot freaking better, man. I'm, I so mean, we sw- just back-to-back weeks, and, you know, I'm, I made fun of your boy all offseason, but fuck it, ESB will go out there and block his ass off. That's the guy that should be playing.
2: What I thought was funny, somebody brought up, you know, if that reporter never would have asked him that question about – are they using you wrong? He'd probably still be a bear. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Thank
1: you, he's, Cordy. Cordy Cronin, I love you. He's
2: such a cancer, dude. He's such a freaking cancer. It's, and that's that's another depressing thing. Is he's such a like the funny thing to me is like I don't remember him being that damn good at, at Notre Dame to begin with,
1: but
0: he was never of, that. He was, he, was he was never a flash in the, yeah, It was, flash it the was always just dude, like, oh, this guy's humongous, list. and he runs really you know he's megatron yep. from canada whatever
2: he's yeah the mapletron it's such a stupid name he's so stupid somebody said that the dolphins are going to try and use him as a <laughs> um tight end like the dude can't block for shit like are you out of your minds
1: good luck with that dolphins good luck with that
0: all right joe and and i'm, I'm ready to give your boy some flowers i mean well we're talking about ryan Poles. It did take some big stones to, to trade back and take Darnell Wright instead of Jalen Carter, but Darnell Wright's making me forget really fast about Jalen Carter.
1: He's a he's a dude.
0: He's, he's been good. phenomenal, man. And people will say, Oh, he's given up three sacks or whatever. Yeah, he, he gets beat like a rookie from time to time, but I feel like I don't that the ups are way bigger than you know the, the the few downs he's had this year for me.
1: Oh yeah. I, I definitely agree with that.
2: Uh what do you think, Chris? Uh we'll see. I mean he's he's a dude, don't get me wrong, but uh I guess Car- like somebody brought up that I don't know, Carter hasn't played as well lately, so
1: get your head out of
2: there. Maybe we'll yeah,
0: uh, he has some he had some really, really great flashes uh versus the Rams. but I don't think he's been stopping the run as well as people thought so far, but his pass rushing has been pretty incredible. Obviously still raw, both still great prospects. I'm just saying, Darnold Wright has been very good for the Bears.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: And our boy Gervon this week, man, he was rushing the passer a little bit out there.
2: He's looked, uh, he's looked much better.
0: Week by week, man. And he has no pass rush moves and it's hilarious. Also, I know we haven't talked about this. Andrew Billings is fucking good.
2: Yeah. Very good.
0: <laughs> Andrew Billings is ridiculous this year. Someone said it on Twitter. I think it was Robert Schmitz. He said uh, he's like the free trial of Dexter Lawrence. I thought that was hilarious. That's funny. That's super um, funny. The Bears have low-key been stopping the run pretty well this season, though. Yeah. They're one they of have. the uh, they're one of the top five teams in I think yards before contact or something like that. So. And Terrell Smith, too. I think Terrell Smith had a pretty good game uh, versus Washington. He had a great game. Another young kid. So, I don't know, man. These draft picks are pretty good, I think.
2: I would look – like I think Pickens is the only one who hasn't really shown a ton yet. I I still want to see more – of a mix and match of Dexter and whoever else, you know, Dexter and Jones or, um, Dexter and Billings. I think Dexter and Jones got some snaps together in the, like the, in the fourth quarter last week against Washington. So I, I just don't want to see him and Pickens out there by themselves, like together. Like, I just, I don't understand the point of that unless, it's such a continuity thing with defensive linemen, which I don't feel like it is like, it doesn't, it's not like offensive linemen. Like you don't need to know what your partner's doing. Like more for like defensive ends and defensive tackles because they run a lot of stunts together. But I don't know. man. You, I just
1: don't. If you're playing good gap integrity, if you're playing, or if you're just playing assignment football, then no, not right.
2: right. Yeah, exactly. I, um, yeah, Dexter looked, looked good. He, uh, yeah, he's big he's powerful did he did you see him in or out of the tunnel lucas was he did he look like a monster like a humongous human being who dexter man pay attention <laughs> dexter
0: no I didn't, I didn't know if you meant billings or dexter because i i was i was just thinking my head you were like billings. two
2: conversations behind i didn't even talk no about
0: no no, no 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 but literally the one guy i noticed running in the tunnel was billings just because he's so fucking wide but uh dexter Dude. dexter is really tall like you can like I don't know. He's like kind of lean and tall, but Billings is like a freaking mac tank, dude. Dude, they called
2: him undersized (laughs) on the broadcast. I almost lost it. I'm like, are you like, look how big this man is? Like, and they're like, oh, but an undersized tackle at three thirteen. I'm like, he only weighs three thirteen? No way. There's no
0: way. There's no. There's no
2: way. Uh, I think you got some numbers mixed up. It might be three thirty one.
0: Billings was like the dude I really noticed going in the tunnel, just from like how big and and Edmonds actually, for man Edmonds, uh, Gervon Dexter just looks really really fucking tall. Is it, it Gervon
2: or is it Gervon?
0: I thought it was Gervon, but I'm not sure. I'm just gonna call him Dexter.
2: Let's do that. Dexter or, or Senior? We call him Senior.
1: <laughs> GD Senior.
0: What else is on your list, Joe?
1: Next one, next one is Braxton Jones, the new version of Charles Leno. Yes, everything he does, everything he does is crushed in the negative, and we don't really pay attention to any of the positive. No,
0: he hasn't played in a few weeks, but yes, I do think he's like Charles Leno. He's
2: not baby, he's not baby poops off, dude. No. Fair, you fair, never fair. saw Charles Leno fucking destroy people. And you see Braxton Jones get out in, in the in the flat and absolutely murder folks.
1: We like that. Sorry, Miss Leno. Go have another baby. Uh, number, th- <laughs> number, number three is the yeah, running, Jen. The running back situation. Uh, Khalil Herbert, we touched on it just barely earlier. Khalil Herbert uh, rolled his ankle or whatnot. Uh, Roshan has a concussion. Foreman is going to be the guy, I guess, this weekend. And and
0: we signed Darrington Evans back.
1: Yeah, I love that dude. He's played so good last year. And Travis Hunter – Homer, Homer, sorry. Travis Homer is is hurt. (laughs) He played a hammy.
2: Pulled a hammy. He played a hammy. Uh, Roshan got that concussion on that play he, like, got spun around, right? Like, or he ran into that dude so freaking hard, but he kind of lost the battle. That's what we're assuming.
1: No uh, that that anyone. plug is
0: hard for me to see at the game, so I don't know when he got concussed.
1: Yeah, how we feel about how, how we feel about uh, Dante Foreman, Dante Foreman, however you want to say his his name, being lead back role this weekend. I love it. Let's do it. I'm good with it. I'm good with
2: You're it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I'm really? also
1: excited for. I'm excited
2: with Evan. Dude, they need to. I, I'm seriously so pissed about this outside zone thing. Like. They finally did it a little bit against Denver and ended up running too many naked boots and got Justin killed. But like, come on, man! Like you see, like this, the just everybody does it but us, and we're from a tree that's supposed to do it, and we don't do it. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like we have the dogs to do it in the up front. Like it it just, I just don't get it. It just boggles my mind. But Luke Getzey is not pissing me off lately and the running game looks very good so i'll i'll live but like evan Darrington, evans fits that shifty zone back better than probably foreman does foreman's
1: more of your power back so we'll see all right so while Luke was telling us about, his, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Luke. Sorry.
0: Well, I was just gonna say. I, I mean, going into this week, you got to think Foreman has something to prove, right? You you think he's really gonna not go into this pissed off that he's been inactive all these weeks? Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude, the dude runs and plays like his hair's on fire. I mean, let's do it. Like I said, I'm stoked for him. Let's do it, man. You're the guy. And I also want to give my flowers to to the fullback, man. That's a fullback's dream to go in there in the. End of the game, and get a few handoffs and play running back.
1: Blasting game. I like him. He he, He did a
0: good job. And and you know what? They were still running actual plays with him. They're still calling a few, uh, you know, zone runs for him, making him make a decision. So it wasn't like they just babied the
1: dude. True. Well, while Luke was telling us his game experience, I wrote down the rest of the schedule. I wrote down the rest of the schedule and y'all know how pessimistic I have been really since the Packers game. And I have us going six and six, the rest of the way for a total of seven and 10, going back to the very beginning of the conversation with how maybe convoluted things are about to get and the fan base on and off with Justin Fields. and Oh my God, we need Caleb Williams is six and six, the rest of the way seven and 10. Well, that quell things and give the fan base reason to, to advocate, not that the fans have anything to do with making the picks, but advocate for selling high on the Panthers pick and using whatever we get to supplement this roster and keep Justin Fields.
0: Oh yeah. I think, I mean, I think fans are would already be there with like two more wins. You don't got to tell them seven. For me personally, that's kind of my expectation, though. Like, my whole thing about Caleb Williams is if the Bears and their own pick were picking first overall or second overall, then Justin does not deserve to be the quarterback anymore. And that's where I was coming from. If it's the Panthers pick, if it's the Panthers pick and you're picking past 10, yeah, he did his job. I mean, we know the team isn't great, we know they're not winning the Super Bowl, but. We got to get to that point still. And that's why we said it earlier, Joe, we're cautiously optimistic that we're heading in the right direction, but there's still a lot of football to be played. Yep. And we can't have this roller coaster. We can't have the first three games happen again. If that happens again, that's a horrible sign. Yeah. Like that's why Chris and I were so down because those first three or four games, were was all, they weren't, they weren't bad. They were awful.
1: You know, un- they're They're not even competitive.
0: Right. So, I mean, can you blame fans for really saying, hey, you know, we need Caleb Williams after this? I, I mean, I can't. I never in my life expected fields to come out that bad.
1: All right. There were uh, one, two, three, four, five, six teams last year that went seven and ten. And they picked uh, Titans at eight, Jets at nine, Saints at ten, Browns 11, Panthers uh 12, uh and falcons uh well that's not in draft order but basically you're you're drafting from 8 to 13 at 7 and 10 from last year perfect
0: yeah no draft i think that
1: you're drafting at 7 and 10 you're drafting anywhere between probably 7 and 15 7 and 14
0: right but context also has to be added to that like like i said how consistent are we how are we playing on a week-to-week basis it feels is playing good and they win one game, but the defense blows the rest of them, okay, sure. You could have an argument for anything. But, yeah, I mean, at a certain point, he's going to win you some games, so it's not really realistic to even say that.
1: I'm still firing Iberflus at this point.
0: They have to. I, I don't think he could keep his job.
1: I mean, you're one in four. You've looked competent in one of those five games. Well, maybe right. a little bit in the Broncos game, but you blew up in the Broncos game. <laughs> right.
0: And the one thing he was hired to do isn't good. Oh, he's muted.
1: Open this microphone.
0: Yeah. The one thing you hired him to do isn't good. So, yeah,
1: exactly. So I'm still firing Fluce and uh, we'll 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 see where we go from there. Chris, you got any 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 topics? At seven and ten, play? you're gonna fire him. Yes.
0: Well, I, I was gonna yeah. say to Joe's point, you can still make a big change, but without replacing quarterback and resetting everything.
1: I mean, because here's here's the wins I have. I mean, I, okay, I have wins over the Vikings, Raiders, Panthers, Browns, Cardinals, and Falcons. Okay, great. I have losses twice to the Lions, once to the Vikings, once to the Packers, Saints, and Chargers. Like seven and ten,
2: dude. We're not beating the Packers the last
1: week of the year. No, no, not in Green Bay. No. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. We, we like we might even get swept by the Vikings. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm giving the Vikings win this week but that's me being optimistic. When we go to picks here in a little bit I'm picking a loss. I was you trying can't to do p- that. I was trying to put my optimism hat on when I was re- when I was doing this this pro- this little exercise. I'll well, take absolutely- it off and then change it. All right, then that makes us 6 and 11. I think 6 and 11 and getting swept by the, the every team in the division. You're firing flues
2: yeah probably (laughs) yeah (laughs) I just like so I mean that I think that presents even more of a problem because now you're on Justin's third NFL OC or play caller and you either know about him or you don't by the end of the year that convolutes a whole lot of shit then you bring in what Ben Johnson or whoever Lucas's fanboy from the Texans is like. I, like I just don't want to do that again. I don't. I. I mean, I don't want to. I, I get where you're coming from, but I think seven and ten or eight and nine, he doesn't get fired. You double the wins from last year? I don't know, man. That's a hard. You get swept by the Lions on the Packers. It's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter. You double the wins from last year. You go to like six and eleven or seven and ten. I don't think that they'll fire him on that. I mean,
1: the Vikings and Packers are not good. They're they're not good football teams. Hey, did they have the number one pick
2: overall last year? No.
1: But they're still bad.
2: But they're not us
1: bad. They're not the they're not the measuring stick. Like you got to shoot higher than that. Not really. Come on, where's the where's your lovey? The Packers are
2: two and the Packers are two and three. The Vikings are dog shit. We knew Orange this was four. coming. We knew this was coming because they won so many games by one score last year. Right. Their defense is dog shit. Like I didn't realize how bad their defense was, but they can shoot out with anybody.
1: I, I don't know, man. I think Flusi Flusi's done. I do too. I, I, unless you make unless some of these seven and ten wins come in the division. If you swap out, if you swap out and you beat the Packers and say you lose to the Browns or the Cardinals or the Falcons, whoever you lose to the Raiders, but you split with the Vikings and Packers, all right, I I, I can buy your argument. But you cannot get swept. But all right, the Lions look like a competent football team. If they sweep us, that's that. Just is what it is uh but yeah you got to you should have beat the the Packers are fucking terrible. You shouldn't have gotten blown out by by what? 25 points at home week number 1 with them. No. Uh, period. I mean
0: all right so so Chris just to maybe quell some of your fears. How many I honestly don't know the answer. Maybe Joe can look it up. How many offensive coordinators is Justin Herbert on? He's on his third or fourth right now and he's still pretty damn good.
2: They're fucking shit. They're two and three or whatever. I'm just
0: saying it. It's not like, you know, I feel like you can get your answer at quarterback, and if you think he's it, you know, you could make this maneuver. But really that's going to come down to polls at the end of this year saying polls has to decide whether he wants fields or he wants whatever other quarterback in the draft before he chooses the damn coach. Because if he says fields is my guy, then, you know, that's part of the interview process saying this is your quarterback. Like that's it.
2: I don't think Shane, he Shane Steichen think in that, I, 2020,
1: Joe Lombardi in 21, Kellen Moore now in 23. Lombardi so was 31 and 23. Yeah. And he's what? 21 and 23? No, no, no. Uh, I don't know what his record is. Let's see. Let's find out. He's not uh,
2: 6 and 24. I'll tell you that much. Um. Like I don't want to stick with a bad coordinator just because, but it's
1: 27 and 26.
2: I think that becomes a whole chicken before the egg, you know, Kevin Warren after Ryan Poles all situation. Now we're like swimming uphill again. Like new new coach comes in. I don't think I don't think a new coach comes in unless or I don't think a coach is gonna come in without the opportunity to pick his own quarterback or at least be involved in the conversation of Justin or not.
0: Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. I just think they they have to make it clear what their decision is before they they go through the hiring process. I mean, it's very well, they could be unsure too, but I mean like, but I don't know. If, if Fields is good and the new guys just like, nope, I want a young guy. I mean, can you really hire that if you really believe in Fields? That's my point. Like I you don't need know. Full,
1: you full trade him away to Atlanta. You trade him away to Atlanta for 18 first round picks. <laughs> <laughs> you say Atlanta, how much loot do you have? We'll take Bijan John Robinson and three first rounders. For who? For Fields, oh my God! Just
0: because, just because Ryan Pace is
2: there, nobody's fired at that point. If you're, if anybody's given up that amount of capital for Justin Fields at this point, I, I don't I know.
1: Think, I'm just teasing. I'm
2: just teasing. I think, uh,
0: but but you know what I'm saying, Chris? Extension. It's like, I mean, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I guess it really comes down to which thing's more important: head coach or quarterback. Because if you're going to put everything as a GM, as a young GM. You put everything, and just you know, hang your nuts out there, and be like, "This is our quarterback, fucking deal with it." Your coaching tree just be, it, 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 it's going to get limited.
0: I mean, wasn't Miami in this situation though if you, when they hired Mike McDaniel? Because they yeah, could have they, they had they, Mike McDaniel's
2: the kind of guy that doesn't give a shit who his quarterback is. He'll make you know, chicken right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Shit.
0: well what if we need my, my point being is the dolphins were bad and they had a top five pick that year and they used it on Jalen Waddle, I'm pretty sure, or a top 10 pick. They used it on Jalen Waddle that year. And, uh, you know, they said two was our guy and Mike McDaniel got it. And, you know, they got a ton of picks for trading. Uh, what did the dolphin they dolphins had a ton of picks for trading someone. They traded I they, back, I think, with the 49ers. Yeah, they
2: traded back and got Waddle.
0: Yeah. Isn't that so the they,
2: Trey Lance year? Yes.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah, it was. So it was the year we got Fields. Yeah. But um, I guess my point being is they were in a similar but then situation. Then they didn't have
2: McDaniels. They didn't have McDaniel then.
0: I, I thought they hired him with Tua right after that.
1: No. This is is this is the second year. This is his second year. I think it's his second year. So they that had one,
0: they basically that. had one year of of it, but Tua Tua wasn't.
2: But they didn't Tua. have that draft pick then when they hired McDaniel, is what I'm saying, because that was two. No, that was a year before him.
0: I hear you, but I, I guess what I'm just trying to say is they were still bad and and they believed into it, and you know, that was that they paired them with the coach. So I'm just I'm trying not to say sure it, it, they
2: did necessarily. I think that was a question mark going into that year, but it worked out. Like yes, it can work out. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it can't work out. I'm 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 just saying like, it's the Bears, dude. Like nothing like this works out. Yeah, it it honestly doesn't. Like I'm with Joe. Like two weeks ago, nothing they do is gonna make make any. I hear you. Doesn't matter if it's Caleb Williams. Doesn't matter if it's just something's gonna go wrong. Bo Nix.
0: Bo Callahan. Because that was me on Tua forever, though. That's that's also what I'm trying to say. I was like, I thought Tua stunk. I thought he was horrible. I was like, this, there's no way this is working. Well, you that, also
2: thought Jalen Hurts sucked, so maybe you just can't evaluate quarterbacks.
0: But he, he wasn't great his first year. Tua, wait, who, Hurts? They developed the shit out of him, dude. Sure. They didn't but do anything it, in his first
1: they, year. May, like, they may, barely they, threw they, the ball. Luke, maybe you just need to be, have a little more patience. Because about two weeks ago, you were out on Justin Fields as well. <laughs> and now you're back in.
0: Well, I've seen three years of Justin Fields. dude. Joe, I already told you again. It's I know you like getting it stirred up. The fan base is extremes. You, you, can't, you can't criticize Justin Fields or else you hate him. But also, if you like him, you love the dude. Trust me, I was excited as you was when we drafted him. He is the most talented quarterback the Bears have ever had. There's not a doubt in my mind about that there's still a ton of room for him you to get better saw, too.
2: You never saw Sid Luckman play, bro. Mm. can't say that.
0: I mean, go back and watch the film though. Go, go back and look at, go back and look at, you know, some, there's still, still reasons to be concerned. Jake color is probably the best bears quarterback ever. Not near as talented as fields though.
2: He still doesn't even have the record for passing yards in a season though. Eric Kramer still has that. How sad is that?
1: Well, he passed. Justin Fields passed for his first 300-yard game two weeks ago. So, yay!
0: (laughs) Then That's exactly what I was saying, Joe. We're like, oh, yay. We we have a guy that passed for 300 yards. We just need to keep doing it consistently. Again, I'm I'm out if we're doing the the roller coaster. But if we can build multiple games at a time without falling off the cliff, I'm here for it.
1: Agreed. You can have have have
0: bad games, I don't think. You know, you can have bad games and still put up decent numbers.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just want to see him play competently. Keep yourselves in the game. Oh yeah, oy, oy. What do you think about this coming up week? Bears hosting the Vikings. Bears, two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. According to ESPN Analytics Matchup Predictor, the Bears have a 40% chance at winning. Uh, Your over-under, for all our gambling friends, is 44.5 points. Bears, be it the,
0: Bears are 5-0 versus the over this year.
1: Going to be noon and 53 degrees Chicago weather. Beautiful day in Chicago at Soldier Field. Will you see some beautiful football? Two-and-a-half point doggy. Probably no Justin. Oh no, no Justin Jefferson on the IR for four games for four weeks. Kirk Cousins has looked, but they still have Jordan Addison. Their offense looks okay. Their defense looks like dog shit. What are we thinking here? Bears going to go two in a row? Two in a row? Little stat nugget: The Vikings
0: offer up the third highest pass rating in the NFL currently. Who's two? The Bears. <laughs> we are getting healthy this week. Supposedly, we will see.
2: Does that mean that, like, uh who's Did back he, then? Eddie, Eddie Jackson, Jackson, is Kyler back radio today?
1: I think he's Jackson, Jackson is.
0: I think Jalen is. And I haven't heard about Kyler. I really am hoping for him because I've told you guys before the season. He's probably the guy in defense I was most excited for. But uh, shit, man, your boy Greg Strum Chris, are you having Madden? Was making plays all over the field on Thursday.
2: It wasn't him. It was OG Media or whatever. Michael Ojem Media. Greg
0: Stroman. It was Greg Strowman. He, right. he had a sack right. and he Sorry. had an interception.
2: That blitz was that blitz was beautiful.
0: Dialed up well. Back to the game though, Joe. To be honest with you, I really thought I like if they had Justin Jefferson, there's no way I would choose the Bears. That guy crushes us. I'm actually a little bit hopeful without him that we could at least slow them down enough because I do think we'll be able to move the ball on them. I don't, like, we've seen fields play very well versus bad defenses a lot in the past. Yes, this thing's going to, I, I think 44 is kind of a low number to be honest with you.
1: I, 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 do last year. I, I do too. I just did like an initial thought and I came up with 58.
0: <laughs>
1: these two
2: defenses
0: aren't stopping shit dude
2: no yeah and and with these like the offenses are somewhat decent it's not like they're bad offenses uh did you like? i i didn't understand your kirk cousins sound effect there joe are you is he doing anything?
1: well i haven't he's had a it. yeah
2: he's doing very he's, well
0: he's leading the nfl on touchdowns
1: Oh damn! All right, all I've been seeing on the Twitter machine is look, we need to tank so we can get Caleb Williams. Get uh, well, tri- well, tri- well, tri- tri- well, Kirk Jets.
0: Context okay, on that right. is Kirk is in a contract year, and they're, they're probably four, not going to re. They're not going to re-sign him, so people He's are gone. saying trade him now.
1: He's gone. Where's my yardage? Two eighty four, one thirty nine, three sixty seven, three sixty four, three forty four. Only thrown, what, one, two, four interceptions, two, four, six, nine, 11, 12, 13 touchdowns.
0: He he does the interceptions at backbreaking times, though. It's like the same thing. We talked about Fields doing it. Cousins had them on the goal line the other day versus the Chargers. Everyone. He just does shit like it all the time. He threw a, He served up a 99-yard pick six the other day. It's like, never Man. change, Kirk. Never change, buddy.
2: Watching that, I, I I'm late to the party on that quarterback show, but man, after watching that, I really like Kirk Cousins.
0: He's he a, a lot of like, shit.
2: He's a very likable human being,
0: for sure. But he does he does throw them picks at awful times. He does.
2: He does. The
0: bad. Well, well, as Matt Eberflus says, whoever wins the ball wins the game. So who's going to win the ball? I'd his, like to see him get his, his hands course. on some
1: more balls. His post game was so corny.
0: <laughs> Dude, he didn't even know what to say. He wasn't even like really happy after that. Huh?
1: Did did we play more physical? Yeah, we did. Did we win the ball? Yeah, we did. <laughs> no one could be more together than us. Our togetherness. It's like you guys, ball.
0: I, I guess before we give our final predictions for this week, were you guys surprised though? that the Bears actually seemed like they cared about last week and they came out and fought after that West. loss to the Broncos. Like, I mean, yes. even – it. I mean, a, a lot of it does reflect back on Ibrifloos and, you know, if the team actually fully quit on
2: him or not. Totally. I was totally surprised. I would, joke. totally surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. And I it thought- does seem like they didn't quit. I thought the commanders would come out and just – Daddy smack us because the I think we did. all
0: did, dude. I think that was it. We thought that was the death sentence.
1: I figured out the key, though, guys. I picked up the commanders
2: in both of my fantasy football leagues for my uh my fantasy defense, and they got me a whopping negative 2.5 points. So I'm gonna go see if the Vikings are available right now, just so we can continue this. Because my fantasy seasons are shot to shit. So I'm gonna go pick up uh Vikings defense so Justin can to torture.
1: Minnesota!
0: <laughs> I love that video. I have
2: no idea what you're talking about. It's a Joe it's just Biden a video sure. of
0: Joe Biden screaming Minnesota. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Minnesota.
0: <laughs> but like when people like when people like do like the clip on Twitter, like they capture me something hilarious, like, who's the worst team in the NFL? And it'll just be like Biden saying that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That sounds
0: awesome. You got to love social media. But anyway, 44 and a half. I mean, Chris, what do we think? And I think over is definitely a play this week.
2: Oh, yeah. Big time over. They're scoring scoring 60 plus.
0: Now the tough part. Who wins the game? Who wins the ball? Who wins the game?
1: I just wrote down top of my head 30-28 Vikings.
0: Ooh, so I, a backbreaking I, loss.
1: I ended with 58 on the over-under as well. But uh I am uh look, I'm not gonna buy it until I see it two weeks in a row. I'm not gonna buy it. I'm just and then you're gonna sing the song, right? Yes, I will sing the song if you win two if, if the Bears win two in a row. Right now it's still on the we're not gonna sing the song we that we, we sang last week. You we can't do that after a win. Uh <laughs> the <bad> but, <laughs> but i am just still apprehensive i my my i'm still guarding my heart i can't let my heart go and be hurt again
0: will uh, you be tuned into the game this week joe Gaither? at least
2: uh... he said he was going to watch with no. you in the stands lucas no, joe's I'm never going to watch it. a game again
1: i'm i'm not watching
2: he didn't even have the nfl plus login information he's so distraught <laughs> I, 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 I had he, don't up.
0: worry dude I, I have the screenshot that Joe can't tell me didn't exist he was wearing Bears gear the next day
1: I was public. I was I was very proud and I, you wouldn't believe that the people at that football game that looked at me like a special needs child they were like <laughs> oh my gosh your team won last night good for congr-. and I was like yeah I shouldn't have worn this uh, <laughs> um, but it was literally like a make-a-wish child Oh, they won last night, and for the first time in 25 years, it's like thank you very much. I, you know,
2: it's really not that far off.
0: All right, so Joe is going with a backbreaking loss that he won't be watching. Chris,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Because this is what it sets up before. Chris, give you another second to think about it. It sets up perfectly. On paper, the Bears should win. You're coming off a 40-20 to 20 win. The offense looks the best it's ever looked. On paper, the Vikings look like dog shit. They're lo- they've lost their biggest weapon, and you're getting secondary help back. Everything is lining right up for the Bears. This is the perfect time for the Bears to be the fucking Bears and Bear again and then and, and, and put up a stinker. They're gonna kick like the hundred field goals again. I'll go <laughs>
2: thirty-six to thirty. Bears. Oh, we're gonna get, get a win. Cousins is gonna throw a back-breaking pick-six when it's tied thirty to thirty with
1: like thirty seconds left. Will Eddie Jackson finally get himself back in the end zone? He doesn't.
2: Doesn't he? Doesn't he? Doesn't he own the Vikings? Isn't that like? You no, know, it's more like no, the Lions. The Lions. Right? The Lions yeah. yeah. Well, he can get Kurt.
0: Mitch Trubisky is the Lions too. Do you ever see the video of the kid crying oh, in his yeah. car, and he's like, Mitch oh, Trubisky yeah. is our daddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Y'all want to take two seconds before Luke gives his prediction <laughs> to laugh at, uh, to laugh at uh, Jordan Love? His, his Monday night performance. Dude
0: that, Dude, that interception he threw to the middle linebacker <laughs> was the – how did we fucking lose to this guy? That's what I want That's to know. That's
1: what I'm saying. That should have fired Flues right then. They're not a Happy good football Father's
0: team. Day to, uh, all the Bears fans out there.
1: They're not a good football team, and their game plan against the Bears Week One was so elementary. Like they didn't ask Jordan, they didn't ask Love to do anything special at all, and they won by like what was it, 48? I don't remember, I didn't remember. It was terrible,
0: dude. What's What's funnier is that the uh, the amount of uh just the way Packers fans are acting. They're, they're oh, talking yeah. about firing Matt LaFleur. They're like blaming the game on point. him.
2: Please do. Le Please Fleur. do. We'll, t- we'll, we'll take that dude. I'll hire him tomorrow. Yeah, I will I will fire Flusen immediately hire Matt LaFleur.
1: Le Lucas. You got one guy Krogman taking 36-30 bears. I'm taking 30 to 28 Vikings. Break our tie here. Which way is the Believe in Monsters podcast predicting?
0: See, it's tough because I really do buy into your Bears theory, Joe. Like it's gonna, (laughs) it's very on par for them to come out and shit the bed. Yes. But after two weeks of pretty good offense. I'm optimistic they'll have another good offensive performance, right? So, and for me, like I told you, I think the tie break, I really do think if the the, if the Vikings had Justin Jefferson, I would 100% take the Vikings. Chris, would you as well?
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Because they don't, I really do. That does give me a glimmer of hope that the Bears are going to win. And I'm in a good mood. I'm going to ride that. And I think the Bears are going to win this week. I think it's going to be, I think the defense is, is going to be ugly once again. Uh, I think both defenses will be ugly, but I do think Fields will continue to ascend like we all think he should be. I'm going to say 33-27 Bears in a very, very close game. Bears are going to put up like 24 of those or 27 of those in the first half.
2: That's a fact.
0: The Bears are a great first-half team. If I was a betting man, I would take Bears first half. I was going to say, what's week. the
2: Bears? What's the Bears first half point total? Probably like
0: twelve. I don't know. All I know is the books are finally probably going to change the DJ more three and a half that I've been seeing every week.
2: Yeah, that eight hundred yards is looking really good, Lucas. I was going to talk so much shit after like week three, feel like that eight hundred yards is not happening. And now. And now it's pretty much locked. It's like 500. (laughs) Don't say. Don't say. Don't say. Don't
0: say. That's crazy to say, 550 after
1: five games with this dude.
2: Well, shit, you had half of that in one game, dude.
1: How about fucking Adam Schefter dropping a little, you know, when he was leaving the uh, Justin Jefferson news. Oh, they're playing the Bears this weekend, and Mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson has more yards than the Bears ever have. Ah. Yep. He's not wrong. I know he's not wrong.
0: It's a typical footnote to laugh at the Bears franchise in misery. It's been around longer than any other team.
1: Well, we'll see what happens. The Believe in Monsters podcast is on the Believe Network. You guys can follow us at BIM underscore pod. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the places that you get your podcasts. You can find Lucas Berry at Elberry underscore forty, Chris Croakman at Shy Bears nineteen eighty five. I'm at Joe Gaither six, and as a whole, we are each and every week live on BIM underscore Pod on the Twitter slash X machine. The Bears are playing at noon this coming up week. Bears and Vikings noon. The Vikings two and a half point favorites. We're going two to one. Our hosts are taking the Bears as Justin Jefferson's uh, absence tips the scales in Chicago's way. So we'll have to see. We'll be back for another episode in another week on the Believe in Monsters podcast next week right here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and, of course, the Believe Network.